What you don't know about back pain could hurt you. Hey everybody, this is Mike Erlob and you're on another episode of Power Your Life. What you don't know about back pain could hurt you. This, you know, I often hear, I often hear this uh, from a lot of my patients and, you know, it's just, they just ask the same question. It's, you know, Mike, when should I get help for back pain? You know, this is a common question and it, it really has a lot of valid concerns. You see, most of us, we don't know when we should seek help. You know, we don't know when this little ache or this little pain is uh, just gonna maybe go away on its own. Um, Cause let's face it, you know, uh, those of us that uh, are getting older, um, every day it seems like, you know, me included, I wake up with this uh, new ache or new pain somewhere. And, you know, I just don't run, you know, to the doctor every single time that, uh, that I feel something, you know, it, it tends to kind of work itself out. And, and I think with back pain, you know, for most of us, that's the same thing. You know, we don't run to the back specialist for every little ache and pain. Um, you know, I, I get it because just like I said, I am the same way. You know, like a lot of my clients, um, and myself included, you know, I used to think at times, I ah, just ignore it. I'll just ignore it and it'll go away. But you see, ignoring it, this, this way of thinking rarely works. In fact, ignoring it, ignoring the pain is the fastest way to get yourself into trouble. You know, I, I want to share a story about uh, a former patient of mine, and his name is George. And uh, now that's not his real name. Um, I'm trying to protect his, uh, his identity. But, uh, you know, George, he was a, a client of mine, and he had back pain uh, on and off for several years. And, uh, you know, he even admitted to me that uh, when, this, when this would flare up, you know, he would usually ignore it. <clears throat> and so he'd go through these flare-ups, uh, generally, generally a few times uh, a year, um, but uh, he would ignore it, and eventually it, it just would go away. And uh, but then the thing he noticed was that this pain, this back pain that he was getting, um, it would return after several months. And each time that the pain returned, it got a little worse. And not only did it get a little worse for him, but it also seemed like the uh, length of time that he had the pain, it was getting longer. And so, you know, he knew deep down that this was not going away. And you see, George, he was, he was a teacher. And, uh, you know, what would happen is when he would have these flare-ups, he would miss class for several days. Um, and it got to the point where he started having trouble even standing upright. And, and then eventually he couldn't even sleep through the night. Now, for those of, of you that work in education, I think you, you know that it is very hard to teach if you can't stand up. Um, it's very hard to interact with your classroom. And it was for George, it was really hard for him to do his job. You know, when he couldn't get himself upright, he just, he just had to stay home. And I think the biggest thing for him was once it started to progress into the point where he just wasn't sleeping and he couldn't get more than a couple hours of sleep through the night and he was just waking up completely exhausted, um, that's when he finally decided to do something. But um, it, it, what really was the, uh, the, the straw that broke the camel's back for him was the day when he woke up and he couldn't he could not stand upright he couldn't get himself into a locked upright position because that pain was so intense 
And so he started to have to use, he was using a walker. And you know, for, for him, it, this was really frustrating um, and it was scary because he was only 42 years old. And so, you know, he had this frustration and, you know, worry. Um, he couldn't sleep. He couldn't walk. Um, getting in and out of the car for him was just absolutely excruciating. Um, if you've ever had any back pain, you know that when you go to sit down and, and turn your body into the car and you have to bend your head down in order to clear the, um, the doorway there, um, how bad that can make it hurt. And, you know, for him, that was just, it was one of the, it was one of the main things he wanted to work on when he came in for therapy was just getting in and out of the car. Um, the other part, he, he got to the point where he couldn't put on his socks and shoes. You know, he couldn't bend over. He could not slip his own socks and shoes on. And so he just had to wear Birkenstocks. He had to wear slip-on sandals because it was the only thing that he could, you know, slide on, slide off without causing excruciating pain. He started getting really concerned. He was really worried that, you know, he wouldn't be able to return to work, let alone, you know, do yard work, housework, or, you know, even play with his 10-year-old son. This, this started to spin into uh, where he started to slip into a depression. And then along with that depression, he started having anxiety with panic attacks. And, you know, that's probably when it was just really, really scary for him. Um, you know, I know, you know he told me on numerous occasions, he just felt like he was, he felt like he was letting everybody down. You know, he felt that he shouldn't be having this much kind of problem at 42 years of age. Um, and, you know, he felt that he wasn't, um, you know, filling his role as a teacher, as a father, as a husband. It was just everything seemed to be spinning out of control for him. Every day was a constant struggle. Now, it took him several months, um, but he was able to eventually gain his ability to be able to stand, walk, and then get in and out of the car. And then eventually, you know, he made a full recovery. But he had missed so much work up to that point that he nearly lost his job. And I still remember George asking me, he said, you know, he goes, what, he, he always looks back at things like we all do. And he, he said, what could I have done to avoid it getting this bad again? And he was thinking for the future too, you know, he didn't, he wanted to know, you know, what are the warning signs? What are the signs um, that say, hey, you know, this is something that's mild and eh, it's going to go away. Or, oh my gosh, this is something I need to get on top of right now. You know, he told me, and, and he just said, he goes, he just didn't know when he should see someone. He didn't want to be a complainer, and he really just didn't think it was that serious until it really started to spiral out of control. Now, if you're like me, you know, most of us are just like George. You know, we just don't know when we should get help. But I want to cover that with you because there are some several facts about back pain that you should know. And the first one is, Back pain usually gets worse over time unless you start fixing it naturally. You see, sometimes that pain will go away, but it does not mean that your spine is getting better. It just means that little bit of exacerbation that you're going through, that acute inflammation, your body has kind of taken care of it. But the problem that is causing that is still present. Back pain rarely gets better on its own. Now, your body will try and protect itself. And what it will do is it'll lay down uh, calcium deposits in through the spine in an effort to stabilize these problematic areas. 
But what happens is this leads to what we call osteophytes, which are osteophytes are nothing more than bone spurs. So this will lead to bone spurs and eventually early arthritis. And that pain may decrease for a time because as the body lays down the calcium around the uh, vertebrae and then it, it temporarily stabilizes it, that does get used where it starts to stiffen the joint to where it actually takes that pain away. And so the pain may decrease for a time, but it typically comes back. And when it comes back, boy, it's like George, it comes back with a vengeance. So here is when you should worry. Okay, so the first thing you should look for is if you're having back pain is if you start losing flexibility in your hamstrings. Now these are the muscles in the back of your legs. So you start noticing that trying to touch your toes is harder and harder. Now you may be tight to begin with. That is not that abnormal for your hamstrings to be tight. It's when they're getting tighter. Okay, so you're losing the flexibility that you had. You know, where maybe you couldn't touch your toes, but you could bend over and get maybe halfway down your shin. And now all of a sudden your back hurts and you start noticing that you can't, you can't touch past your knees. Okay? That's when you need to start to worry and you need to take action. Also, if you have difficulty getting in and out of your car, so that's number two. So if you have trouble getting in and out of your car, um, especially you're losing that flexibility in your spine to be able to flex as you get in. You need to, you need to start to worry. Um, the third thing is if getting out of bed is a chore, okay? Um, now I'm not saying, I'm not saying getting out of bed in the morning because you're tired. I'm talking about your back pain. So if your back pain gets worse in the morning to the point to where you are having more trouble getting out of bed. You, you get out of bed, your back feels really stiff, you have trouble getting upright, then you need to start to worry. Um, the fourth thing is pain starts shooting to other parts of the body. All right, so if it starts going into your hips, into your buttocks, pain starts going down your leg, um, you need to take action. If you get any numbness in the toes or leg, um, that's a definite red flag. You definitely need to get help. Um, pain in the groin, okay? So if you start, we call it the saddle region. So if you can imagine like you're riding a horse and that area in through the groin and, and underneath that would be in contact with a saddle, the saddle region. If you get pain in that area, you definitely need to get some help. Um, if you have difficulty urinating or you have pain while having uh, a bowel movement, okay? So you get more back pain while going to the bathroom definitely need to get checked out. Um, and the last one, the last red flag is, is if you're developing any weakness in the toe, ankle, or knee, you definitely, you know, you need to seek help. You know, whether you go to a physical therapist or your doctor, you need to get it checked out. <clears throat> now, these signs, they all can mean that your back pain is leading to nerve damage or irritation. This means that it's time to seek a professional and start taking action or it could really lead to bigger problems um, just like it did in George's case and many so many times I see uh, my clients in the clinic that if we could have gotten to them just a little bit earlier um, we could have greatly shortened how long it was going to take to get them better so um, you know I just really want you to hope this resonates with you because I really hope this can help you make a good decision on you know when you should get help for your back. 
which by the way reminds me, um, if you would like more information on what you can do for your back, um, just shoot me a Facebook message or you can even email me at uh, mike at flex-pt.com and just ask for a copy of my free ebook, The Five Best Kept Secrets for Fast Back Pain Relief. It's got a lot of great information that can be really useful in helping you get your back better. So until next time, I want you to stay healthy and keep moving forward.